Are you ready for a touch of Costa Rica? Join me for a life-changing adventure in the land of Pura Vida. See a friendly face holding a sign with your name on it. Hop in the van and journey through a continuous scene of palm trees, farmland, sugarcane fields, colorful homes, and Brahmin cows to arrive at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samara Beach. Feel the excitement of what's to come at this wellspring of holistic health education, self-discovery, and community. Now, it's time to hear the story of one who has come before you. Welcome to A Touch of Costa Rica, a Costa Rican wellness travel podcast presented to you by the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samara Beach, Costa Rica. You can learn more about their transformative offering by clicking the link in this episode's bio. I'm Kiana Martin, your host and travel guide on this brief yet powerful trip to introduce you to the people, places, and priceless takeaways that are waiting for you. The Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy and Yoga community extends beyond the students, staff, and executive team. It includes our neighbors. Today, I'm pleased to bring to you some of the memorable experiences shared by our previous guests. How did you first connect with Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy? That was when um, I was 17 and I had an accident that got me paralyzed for like six weeks. Yeah, so it was something was pinching a nerve in my, around my uh, neck. And that... I started losing like movement and I was very rigid. I think the whole impact was very traumatic for my body. And I didn't, like, they gave me just medication for the pain, but I didn't really feel pain. It was all love. Like, I didn't feel anything. Um, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, I, got better. I recovered in movement, but it was very, I was very sick. And I developed a little of atrophy, like my muscles. And I remember uh, speaking to Jill Vertana, who was the founder of the school back then. She told me, you know what? Come to this school. Real health. And I became the body in which everybody practiced. And that was great, I swear. In the very beginning, it was kind of painful because, like, I lost movement and just people who, like, they moved my arm from one side to another. It hurt. But they worked on my muscles, like, so much. They loosened up everything. And, like, I recovered in the flexibility. I also kind of recover muscles and that, uh, yeah, I join sometimes in their yoga in the morning. Yeah, so that was very great. And I became addicted to massage. In what ways have members of the CRSMT community partnered with Association Creer? There are three members of the CRSMT community that have been uh, very involved in CRIAR throughout the years. Uh, Tess McGrath, the director of operations, uh, came here, came to Samara to, while she was getting her master's degree, she came and did an internship with CRIAR. 
and have stayed super involved ever since. She helped us to build up our volunteer group program and make it a, a much more professional endeavor. And then she, alongside me, helped to build up uh, our preteen program. And then the two of us together founded and ran our girls empowerment program for about three years together. And she's now one of our board members and um, just a real friend to the organization and an ally. So she's been involved with Crayar since it's what brought her to Samara. <laughs> um, and then Bill Burden, who works on the marketing side of CRSNT, uh, we hired him in 2018, I believe it was, to be our marketing consultant. And he did huge work for us. He helped us to create our e-blast list, which has been such a valuable tool for us with fundraising. He's obviously created all kinds of beautiful marketing for us and taught me so much, so, so, so much, and, and mentored a lot of our interns and helped them to create really cool videos and stuff for us. And then he, in 2020, transitioned out of that consultant role and into a role in our board of directors and now does pro bono work for us as one of our the directors of our board. And he's actually now the president of our board of directors. So we're very grateful to Bill and his leadership and guidance. And he is one of the people that I most turn to currently to get advice just on human resources, running the organization, all kinds of things. It's just really nice to have that leadership from him and that support. Um, and we've been able to grow a lot because of it. And then the third member is Margaret, Margaret Dunn, who works in administration. She uh, originally came here to do the Costa Rica, uh, uh, Costa Rica TEFL, learning how to teach English as a foreign language. And once she got her certification, we hired her as our very first paid hired English teacher out of the community center. So she's from those, you know, glory days of when we worked out of that, again, the big, nasty, dirty, hot community center. And she was there for us for two years, showing up and being our English teacher and um, really paved the way for us to improve that program, grow that program and, and offer something um, every year better and, and more high quality to our youth. Um, so those are the three that really stand out um, that have been. And again, Margaret also, while she's no longer an English teacher, she has stayed consistently involved and been such a great friend to Crayar. And she'll come and support on all different kinds of ways. So um, I'm very grateful to the three of them. They've had a large impact on our organization for sure. Can you talk about how these relationships have brought value to the organization and ultimately the community members that you serve? Absolutely. Uh, particularly in the case of Bill and Tess that are on our board, um, you know, they're they're high they're high professional people that, you know, Tess has a master's degree in public administration. Bill has a master's degree as well in, in international education and They've learned a lot throughout the years about how to run a business. And so to have that level of knowledge being brought into our organization on a pro bono basis is very valuable. Um, as a director, I'm one person. We're a small staff. We have a lot of staff turnover because being a small under-resourced organization, we can't offer great salaries to people to have them stick around in the, in the long term. We're growing towards that for sure. 
And so it's really valuable to have consistent people involved in an organization that can provide that leadership and guidance and support um, that we don't necessarily have to have on payroll. I noticed that Costa Rica Telfall embraces its role as a member of the local community. What are some of the ways that it is connected with and or supported its residents? Okay, so I would I would say the first thing is that we um, our English classes are free, so all of the community members that come in receive free English classes, um, which helps them. Obviously, I'm always like, there's no excuse for not coming; it's free. Um, so it's not only free, but it's also we make we make sure that it's really um, interactive and dynamic, as I mentioned, bringing in fun materials to them from real life. Um, you know, music, different activities where they're feeling like it's a fun, it becomes not only like a learning experience, but it's a, a social experience. So our students are connecting with one another in the class. They're connecting with their teachers because, as I mentioned earlier, the teachers are new in the town, new in the country. And the students are really friendly and say, hey, you know what, let's all go out and grab a coffee after class. Or um, my uncle has a waterfall tour. Let's go together this weekend and they'll go together as a group. So they're using English or Spanish to bridge these cultural gaps and these differences and like make connections while the students are making, the foreigners are making connections with the Costa Ricans while they're abroad. And the locals are able to make these connections with, you know, the people that are coming to their town. This segment of our conversation is the perfect segue to a question that I have for our listeners. Are you looking to start or enhance your holistic health journey in a Costa Rican tropical oasis? Click the link in the podcast bio to secure your space in CRSMT's upcoming massage program and continuing education offerings. Make this your moment to discover the transformational power of your touch. By the way, you don't have to wait until you arrive in Samurai Beach to make an impact. Inspire others by sharing this episode and leaving a five-star review. I'm sure our listeners are curious to know more about your healing walks. Can you talk about what inspired you to offer this service and how you select the trails for these powerful experiences? I decided to completely change the like the path that I was going. I was walking, and I say, "Okay, I'm going to study tourism. If I do this, I go on tours. I go back to nature, and." Soon after, I realized that that was exactly like what I was aiming for. It's good to know everything about plants, and I know a lot about plants, not because of like my study, but also because I learned from my grandmother. Um, but soon you realize that you discover that unless you are a looking for that kind of the rest of the people is not that they want like people viewpoint they want adventure they want like that walk and something different so I decided okay I want to reduce the amount of people that I bring in my tours but I'm completely going to change the and I'm going to do like this healing walk and I started thinking about it with some people that like they go to yoga they go to therapy and 
it became famous and so people like I don't really advertise a lot because if I do um I like lots of people just gonna come because they're curious, not because they're ready to heal. Mm-hmm. So the people that is ready to heal, they're looking for those things and they find them. And that's how I put it. And yes, that's because there is like so much energy in those places. That's the reason why I see them as well. Um, and soon I'm going to have another um, tour that is on the river called Pelo. And it's very special because it's a ritual site. Uh, it's an indigenous ritual site. And there are like two beautiful, perfect, like pools and pine. Um, and I want to start bringing people or women, especially, that have problems with their ovaries, with the whole reproduction system. And I want to try out with some of my grandmother medicine well to see how that affects women. Since you've been in the community for quite some time now, I have a couple of um, travel questions for you. It was brought to my attention that you love to surf. Where are some of the best places to catch a wave near Samra? Well, Samra is, first things first, an awesome place to learn how to surf. So if you're in the first stages of surfing, definitely surf in Samra because you'll have so much fun. It's a protected bay. It's not a super crazy wave. Um, so And it's a really easy lineup to have a lot of fun in. Uh, there's a beach just to the north of Samra called Buena Vista, which is a little bit more of an advanced wave, which can also be a ton of fun. And then there's another beach even further north called Guiones. It's the Guiones Nosara area. And that is just a wonderful rolling soft wave that's good throughout the entire year. And you can take a little day trip. Uh, there's all kinds of great restaurants there. Um, I love that region. Uh, there's great yoga to be had there. There's great, um, all kinds of stuff to do over there. So that's always a fun day trip to go up to the Guiones Nosara area, catch some waves, catch a yoga class. As we start to wrap up our conversation, what's one piece of advice you would give to new students embarking on their journey in Costa Rica? Um, my number one advice is to really, truly immerse yourself in the local language and the local culture. Um, really take the time to embrace the new world around you. Um, and remember that you, you know, have that guest, I'm a guest here um, mindset because it's up to you to adapt to the local culture and it's up to you to um, learn as much Spanish as you can, hopefully. If not, a lot of people speak English, but it's really nice to be able to connect, as I mentioned earlier, with locals in, you know, the native language. But it's definitely keep that guest mindset and just have an open mind. It's going to be a lot of new everything. So just embrace it as best you can. Before we leave the sands of Samurai Beach behind, I want you to imagine one more sun rising up over the crystal blue waters of the Pacific Ocean. Let it serve as your invitation to click the link in this episode's bio to join us for one of Costa Rica's School of Massage Therapy's upcoming massage programs 
retreats, or continuing education offerings. We can't wait to meet you.